There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. And Kippus Chris, Kippus listeners. Kippus, of course, meaning cheers in Finnish. Kippus Mark, and yeah, Kippus listeners, um, we like to uh, keep this podcast educational. So every week we'll be introducing the podcast with a new way of, of, of saying cheers in various languages, which, you know, you never know when you're going to be in a bar somewhere and, uh, and need to salute the, uh, the local residents. That's right. In this case, there would be a bar in Finland. Finland. That's right. My daughter's actually got a Finnish name, but anyway, this is the first ever episode of the Gin and Jandals podcast, a, uh, a podcast all about gin and well, basically gin from New Zealand, hence the Jandals. Um, and, but, but what sort of podcast is it really, Chris? Now, if, what, you know, if I am a connoisseur of gin, would I like this podcast? Uh, you would, of course, love this podcast, but you might be sitting there, head in the hands, going, these guys don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> well, that'd be almost accurate, Chris. What, what sort of podcast is this about gin? Well, uh, listeners, uh, we are just two regular Kiwi guys. Okay, admittedly, I'm originally from London, but two regular Kiwi guys, you know, wearing jandals, that kind of stuff. And we're not here to talk about uh, palettes or um, all of those kind of interesting things. We're just here to tell you, is this gin a good gin and when are you going to drink it? Simple as that. Yeah, it's real talk about gin. Real talk. Real, real. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so you don't have to memorize, uh, you know, fancy botanicals uh, or what type of juniper uh, berry this is. All you need to know was, hey, this is quite a good gin. I heard some people talking about it. And that's what we'll be talking about. Um, and, and when you say you heard people talking about it, you'll, of course, be saying, oh, I was listening to this awesome podcast called the Gin and Jandals podcast. You should listen to it because then you'll know what gin uh, to drink next week. Um, well, and yeah, specifically, Chris, New Zealand gin. Well, of course, you see, so, you know, globally, there's been a revival in gin over the last couple of years. It's probably COVID. It's probably, uh, you know, people drinking to, to cope with it. Um, but New Zealand is absolutely no exception to that resurg oh, resurgence, resurgence, sorry, of, uh, of gin. And there are now so many really, really good distilleries in New Zealand that next time you're, you know, in, in, in Lickland or wherever you are and your hand reaches. Yeah, you reach for the Bombay Sapphire or the Hendrix. Stop. Okay? Ooh, Just stop. Stop. Okay. Don't do that. You don't that. want to drink this mass-produced gin. You want to drink no. a gin that's made by Dave and his mate Keith uh, in Taranga somewhere, right? You know, yeah. that's the gin you want to drink. That's right. And it's only going to be a few dollars more or in some cases a lot more. Um but or less, or less. Or, or We've this. got an episode with a really, really good gin, which is less than 50 bucks. Yeah, and the other aspect is some of the gins aren't good, but we're going to tell you which ones those are. But just because they don't taste good to us doesn't mean they won't taste good to you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's a personal choice, as many things are. We're not going to mandate anything. Yeah, and thankfully, Chris has had a long drinking career. And wow. so he can give you some inspired knowledge about um, about whether this is a good drink or not. Why don't you tell us about your drinking career, Chris? I feel bad talking about drinking career. That would suggest that you know it's a uh, you know it's something I, go, I perhaps got fired from uh, at some point. But um, <laughs> no, you've already said it well. I've worked with you many times. And <laughs> ne never noticed. 
<laughs> if you're intoxicated or not. I mean, maybe it's just a standard state. This podcast, uh, I think, is very important as you know, important for our listeners. We're not promoting drunkenness. I mean, Brilliant. we're going to be drinking live on air, but we're not promoting drunkenness. You know, this is just a podcast to help you, our dear listeners, choose the next gin that you're going to have. But, you know, to back that up, have I been drinking gin? Yes. Uh, did I start on gin? Of course not. Uh, as, as many listeners will have heard from my accident, uh, and I mentioned at the top of the show, um, born and bred uh, in London. So, of course, I started my drinking career on um, cider, strongbow to be precise, uh, but quickly uh, migrated to uh, other great drinks such as uh, Foster's and uh, Carling Black Label. Oh, they were terrible days. But... At quite a young age, really, for the—I mean, for most of the world. Not really. <laughs> I mean, seven. I mean, seven's not a young age, is it? <laughs> no. I mean, you know, it, it, it was. It was, you know, upper sixth, so to speak. About Maybe sixteenth, something like that. Yeah. So you're you're second to last year of school, weren't you? Yeah, but when I mean, you got the bug. One. You're making me sound like an alcoholic, Mark, which I'm, which I'm not. But enough about me. Um, Mark, why, why don't you tell the listeners why they should listen to you and your ramblings? Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite. This is the great thing about this podcast, Chris. Uh, I'm the opposite to you. I didn't start drinking until later in life. And actually, until I went to uh, England, of all places. Now, there's a theme. Well, I was going to say uh, where you actually met me, which... Um, that is also true. That's I don't know if that's... Thing. Yeah, I don't know if there's any correlation there. I hope not. No, no, I was drinking before I met you. Um, oh, good. It did, did increase afterwards. Um, the Yeah, so uh, later in life, um, and typically, Chris, I, I drink I drink beer, but I also um, I don't really get excited by the super hoppy crafty beer. I actually like the mm. real ales in the UK. Mm-hmm. They're very good. Um, don't mind wine. I can't tell the difference between expensive wine and the cheap. Well, I can tell cheap wine and gone off wine, but you know, I can't really tell. And um, gin is only one of the spirits I drink. I sound more experienced than you. That's not correct. <laughs> but I'm also partial to a whiskey or a rum or a brandy. It's Bacardi on Sunday, I think. Yeah. So a, a, a varied palate. Um, and, and I think, definitely not fussy. <laughs> well, and I think this is why this is, you know, we're not trying to be the experts. We're just trying to give you, introduce you to the, the new, you know, uh, New Zealand gin uh, industry. And, and we should also say, we're not sponsored by anybody. Nobody pays not us to do this. If they did, they'd demand the money back. You know, this is, <laughs> this is just two guys, gin, journals, just talking crap about gin, really. Um, but, but why not? Because... It's a land of opportunity. <laughs> it is. So on tonight's show, Chris, we have a <laughs> fantastic gin. Well, actually, let's not jump to conclusions. Uh, but it is Curiosity Gin, which is out of Christchurch. It is. It's actually out of uh, Sydenham, Christchurch. Um, As if that matters. It does um, matter because, because, Mark, because... There's a fair few gins coming out of Christchurch at the moment. And, you know, we need to distinguish, you know, geographically where they're coming from because I don't know why, but um, we just, you know, should. So, Sydenham, next time you're in Sydenham, look out for um, this Curiosity gin. Whatever. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Curiosity. Um, Reading the back of the bottle. 
a wild harvest of kawakawa and horopito, manuka and urban foraged tarata. Created a, f- a bright, herbaceous London dry gin with a distinctly New Zealand taste. Uh, so that's as fancy as it gets, just to translate that to the real world. Um, kawakawa and horopito, the bush pepper. Manuka, obviously, a, a smoky wood. And uh, tarata, a tarata, sorry, uh, lemon wood. So there we go. That's what we expect. Now, one of the reasons I bought this gin, Chris, was because of the bottle. And it's a okay. distinctively modern-looking bottle. Um, half clear, half in a white wrapper. Um, and it was, what was the price on it? $75 from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So convert that to any other currency in a Europe or any Western country, and, and that's less money. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's probably about £30, pounds, uh, about 40 USD, 45, uh, about 60, 65 Australian. Um, uh, this week we're sponsored by uh, you know, Bureau <laughs> de Change. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, and it is 40%. Uh, ABV proof or whatever you want to know, but forty percent is about normal for a gin. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we we right. are uh, you know over time talk a little bit more about gin. Like it's a classic gin. What does that mean? Uh, you know, there's there's a few different types of gin, and we're not going to ram it down your throat. But you know, this could be a little bit educational as we kind of go through it. Yeah. But, and, and likewise with botanicals, uh, you know, Mark mentioned um, a few there. Botanicals really are, you take the, the alcohol, you flavor it with something. Hey, you've got your gin, right? So pretty much. Um, this one's interesting. About bathtub gin, which we, 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 yeah, yeah. is a homemade version of that process. Which, which, which we will be doing during the, the series. But um, yeah, yes. just, you know, the, the, the interesting thing about this one is that it's all local New Zealand botanicals, uh, and there's a few. There's another one we're going to be testing later on in the series that's very similar. Um, so it'll be good to kind of you know compare those two. Right, we so, can go for ten minutes, Chris. Let's drink. Well, yeah, that's the great thing about this, listeners. Uh, you get to listen to us try this in real time. We are doing this in a very specific way, uh, not scientific, just specific. Uh, and and the first thing we're going to do is just try it neat. Um, so, Mark. Um, Maybe, maybe you can pour. Oh, beautiful sound. There we go. We have uh, popped the cork. So I've poured, you know, just a little a sip. What's that? That's about um, five mils in, in my little measuring shot glass here. Okay. I've done a bit more than that. Well, that says a lot. Um, <laughs> and so, right. so we should be able to taste... What? So one, well, the first thing we're going to do is actually try it neat. And although you don't normally drink gin neat, there's no reason not to. I mean, don't you don't have to get all caught up on, uh, oh, what is the tonic we're going to use? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, gin, uh, it's a bit like tequila and other things, uh, can be sampled just neat. And uh, we shall do that now. Kippus, Mark. Oh, kippus, Chris. That's not good. okay some gins you can drink um straight this is not one (laughs) clears the sinuses doesn't it (laughs) 
but I can taste the lemon wood and the pepper. You get that beautiful <laughs> hit of pepper, don't you? You you do. Um, <laughs> hmm. I'm just going to do that again, even though it was painful. Um, do you know, I've had worse shots than that, to be fair. Oh, I mean, yeah, many, many times fair. I've had worse shots than that. To be fair, um, but that doesn't invoke um, thoughts of sitting, you know, on on a deck or on a beach and enjoying a nice gin tonic that. No, no, no. And it and it, it God, it stays with you, doesn't it? It doesn't it. <laughs> right. Um I'm moving on forward, Chris. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, uh while Mark right. is uh, is getting his ready, we're we're doing kind of the standard thing that you do here. So, you know, well actually we're not we're being slightly more scientific, but you know, <laughs> a shot of gin, right, you know. And then some tonic water, topping it up. Um, because uh, I got them for Christmas, I'm using, um, what are they called? Gin stones. So, you know, they're basically... Oh, using those well, yeah. Uh, so these are yeah, marble squares that have been in the freezer for a little while. And they're supposed to be really cold. Uh, and then, yeah, a shot of gin. We're not bothering with fruit in these uh, podcasts, are we at all? So we're not, you know, going to put any um, no any lemon, lime, orange, or anything like that in them because we, we just want to taste the gin. Uh, Mark, what um, tonic water are you using? I am using the supermarket brand tonic water, Chris. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. Um, I've gone slightly more upmarket, um, and I've gone with Schweppes. Ah, uh, see, I'm, I'm a gin drinker of the people. Oh, did you hear that? That was beautiful. Did. I'm just still on the ice cube phase because I'm using real ice cubes. Oh. There we go. I've got mine. Give it a little bit of a stir. Oh, unfortunate. There's a uh, fly in my soup. No, there's a fly. There we go. It's gone. Um, okay, I'm ready. I've got a nice tumbler here, actually. Oh, I love that sound, Mark. Right. Uh, I have a uh, a glass. I suppose you'd call it a glass tumbler. Not that we care. Why do we care? We don't care. We don't. Right, but we're going in. Kippus again, Mark. Kippus, Chris, that is a good drink. You're straight in there. There's no messing with you, is there? But I agree with you. That's nice. Hmm. Probably a little bit more ice, just to slow me down. <laughs> My cubes could be a little colder. Well, yes, we'll do a whole episode dedicated to uh, how why you shouldn't use what I've got. Cubes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, hmm. extensive research. Um, but that is a refreshing gin. It is, and you do. You do. Oh, I said we weren't going to talk about palate and all that kind of stuff, which we're not. But you do get the bit of the, the hit of lemon, don't you? You know, it's there. You yeah. know, it's there. Um, and there's, I think there's a bit of pepper to start with, and it just kind of mellows out, and it's just a very pleasant drink. Mm. The tonic and the ice, in my case, has definitely mellowed out that pepper, and no longer do I get the burning sensation in my mouth when I'm. <laughs> <laughs> no schoolboy uh, drinking from his parents' liquor cabinet. Um, yeah, that that's that's a contemplative gin there. 
contemplative gin. Now that's an interesting one. So, so you've got you've got a row of gins, Mark. Let's say you know we we look at your gin shelf, and there's a row of gins. And why are you going to reach for curiosity? What's going on in your day that's going to make you reach for curiosity, gin? It'd be the setting where I have people over who maybe aren't either are drink gin drink drinkers or aren't, and I'm going. You know what? I need a good gin just to introduce you to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's going to be discussions on the bottle. Mm-hmm. Well done on the on the branding marketing there. Um, and then we're going to do the tasting, and they're going to go, "Oh, that's quite nice and refreshing." I'm going, "Yes, it is." Um, and I'd set them sit on it. I wouldn't tell them, "Oh, can you taste the uh, lemon wood?" Um, because that's a bit pretentious. I'd just let them go, "Oh, wonder what that tastes like." Do you know what? Although although you're right, it is a little bit pretentious. Talking about it, um, I do quite like the fact that it's it's kind of you know the New Zealand New Zealand New Zealand botanicals, New Zealand. yeah, botanicals that kind of make this gin. You know, I like the fact that it's uh, what what was the beautiful term you used? Uh, was it urban? Was oh, it urban, urban foraged? Urban foragement. I mean, you oh, that literally means they got off the tree out the back, right? Yeah, yes, I should hope so. And because you know, yeah, if it's Christchurch, they you know wash wash the traffic off it, maybe. <laughs> yeah. um, well, remembering that it, they put it in the alcohol first, so it kills everything. Um, I mean, you'd still hope they give it a bit of a wash down, right? But maybe they don't. Maybe that's yeah. maybe that's just, and we're not saying they do or don't. We're just saying. Um, anyway, um, so while we're enjoying this gin, Chris, how about the uh-huh. awards? Is this is this a award winning gin? Yes, yes, it is, and uh, you know it's not just us who like it. So the gin's been around for a number of years. It won the uh, Mond Awards Gold in two thousand seventeen, and uh, that was at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, so I've, I've read that wrong, listeners. Uh, you know, no, it was bronze at the San Francisco. World. It was bronze. Sorry, at the world. Yep. What is a and World then, Spirits competition? It sounds like some sort of Ghostbuster thing. <laughs> but most recently, most recently, it won uh, bronze at the New Zealand Spirit Awards in 2020. Although, disappointingly, it's basically gone gold, bronze, silver, bronze, um, which goes to show that people really do have different <laughs> views on what things taste like. Right? Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I'm. What? What's your conclusion on it, Chris? My conclusion on. I think it's a good, honest gin. I like the kiwiness of it, and I think it's a great one to kind of launch our podcast with because it is so kiwi. I think um, I'm looking forward to trying a bunch of other gins and kind of coming back to this one and seeing where it fits mm. in with them. I like it. I don't like it yeah, neat, we, but I like we it. We have done preparation for the show by drinking other gins. We have, um, yeah, of course. It's been and, uh, yeah. the best prep ever. <laughs> Hard to justify with the wife, so well, we actually brought yeah. another gin. It's for the podcast, yeah. the one you haven't started yet. Yes. Um, yeah, so we're giving this a thumbs up. If you're looking Absolutely. for a good gin, something a bit more special than the average um give curiosity gin a try 
your guests will be <laughs> curious about the botanicals. <clears throat> if, if you care to mention them. Indeed, yeah. And with that, Chris, keep us. Keep us, Mark. We'll be back uh, next week with uh, another gin and another uh, episode of uh, the Gin and Jandals podcast. And if you are, you know, a gin distillery out there and you think, gosh, if only Mark and Chris would review uh, my gin uh, in this uh, wholly professional way, um, you can reach us by uh, sending us an email at the uh, at uh, ginandjandals at gmail.com. Uh, or Sorry. I think you could probably can you DM by Instagram? Can you do that? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, we'll post something to Instagram, uh, and you'll find us under Gin Jandals uh, on there as yeah. well, with a beautiful picture of the Curiosity Gin. And we'd also be interested in your uh, take if you have tried Curiosity, and uh, you concur or do not concur with uh, our our thoughts. Then we'd be really interested to hear from you. We would. Right, and with that, Chris, uh, Kippus. Kippus. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a...